1: Harrison Agents to buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good morning.
2: Indeed it is three minutes past seven o'clock on this Monday morning AFL Grand Final Week. We're up and about well I am anyway. I'm here in the Salamanca studios. Look down the screen and there's my old sparring partner up in Bris Vegas again. Good morning, Tim Payne. Hey
3: Breno, how are you, mate? Good morning. Uh-
2: what are you up to? You just you, you don't seem to be yourself this morning. You you seem a little agitated. You're pacing around your hotel room there. You're making yourself a coffee. You're worried about it. I have your, actually. Your, your, well, I couldn't what? get
3: on, could I? I couldn't hear you, and then I couldn't hear you your... too much, so it's been a bit <laughs> stressful, but we've sorted it out. Um, You're good to go. I'm good to go, and I'm missing the first bit of this morning's um, T20 game, so... I'm a little bit on edge, I feel bad, I've flown the whole way up here, met everyone last night, then they said, oh, it'll be good to have you around tomorrow, I said, yeah, I'll probably be about an hour late if you don't mind. Uh, I've got well, This is what happens when you want to do everything,
2: first. Tim. You want to focus yeah, on one thing, don't you? You need to I just do. put your energy into one thing and not try that's and, what, you know, t- that's tell what me I've been off, trying off to the candle at both ends, and here well, you are.
3: You certainly are, <laughs> Brent, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, I've be? been trying to do that, but it's funny, everything, it's hard not to be somewhere on a Monday or a Friday, it's like... Every time. And then next week's going to be a real challenge because you're away on Friday. I'm away. I? I'm so away, So I'm going to yes. be in the hot seat.
2: You are. I was so looking forward to that, actually. You're doing the heavy lifting for a change. How, It'll be good.
3: Did you? Are you going to the grand final? Is that right? I am
2: going to the grand final.
3: Uh, so tell me how Collingwood legend's missing out and only getting standing room and Brent Costello is going to the AFL grand final. Just well, Tim...
2: I am it's an AFL going to be AFL some unhappy
3: member. Collingwood listeners on our
2: show I am, this morning. I am an AFL member and I have been for nearly 20 years and I pay yep. my way.
3: It's not a freebie yep. or anything like that.
2: I pay by the month and lucky enough to be a gold member now, which gives me pretty good access to a ticket. So it's my dad and my trip every year to Melbourne okay. to the grand final and we've done Who it for a your long dad time. Support? He's a bomber's man.
3: All right, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. So do you feel you don't him. feel. Um, at all bad that you're just pinching tickets. I mean, we, I would love to hear from our Collingwood um, fans this morning. If pinching they feel tickets. What I think you should be doing is having running some sort of competition today, and something through our text <laughs> line or our call line, and you should be giving these up to to Collingwood die-hard fans that have waited for this day, and for, for um, a West Coast fan and a Bombers fan, just to take tickets because oh, I'm a Gold AFL member. Take tickets. I, I don't like, like As it. I said, and if I they thought were handed, someone like you would share them out a little bit.
2: If they if they were handed to me for free, I would feel bad. But as I said, I pay my way each and every year. It's my one trip over, you know, to uh, enjoy with my dad. And I'm you're not going to make me. I knew this was going to come up this morning. You're not going to make what me about, feel guilty about
3: it. What about? I don't know if you've been watching the news, but what about these poor people that have been I know. sitting outside Ticket Tech for four days? I know. In swags and on chairs, they've been there mm-hmm. since grand final day last week and you using a bit of SEN privilege have oh, just popped yourself Tim, in to seats Tim, please. and said Look, I'm happy to do SEN breakfast but I demand AFL tickets Tim, to the you grand know that's final not true. every year I'm on air and we've got thousands of Collingwood supporters in Tassie and just listeners of our show that want to go to the grand final Brent well, and I, you it, don't it, even it's...
2: care who wins I'll tell you, you how close I am to it it's it's even in my own house. My wife and my eldest son go for Collingwood, and I've I've waved them in their face. I'm Hang on a minute. in front of them.
3: Hang on a minute.
2: I'll tell you what, Tim. I'll read this. I out thought to you. you
3: were. I thought you were better than that.
2: It says I here. Thought,
3: and, sir, I'm, I was. I was actually a little bit upset that you were doing this to Collingwood fans in general. But now to find out you're doing it to people in your own household and not giving up a seat at the grand final to to your wife and your son who support Collingwood, you are taking those tickets instead. Tim, I'll read
2: this to you. This has come through from the AFL on an email. Please be aware AFL memberships are strictly non-transferable. Tickets must only be used by the person whose name is on the membership. Membership checks carried out on match day. Members who transfer tickets may have their AFL memberships downgraded, suspended or cancelled. So after 20 years, I'm not going to risk that by handing them over and having my membership lost.
3: There's a way around it, Breno. Is there, there? Is a way around it? Well, as I, I said, can't believe you're I... doing that. Anyway, I'd, it just surprises me because you're normally a very um, <laughs> family orientated <laughs> person. Certainly, <laughs> I feel for your wife and your son. Um, and maybe we can push someone at SCN and see if we can get them some tickets or, or some of our callers. Because I'm I'm disgusted that you've put yourself <laughs> just, before said, our listeners. Word. We've got so many so many Collingwood um, listeners that have actually already been texting me saying, "Do you reckon you could find us tickets?" And I'd have to say, no. Brent's taking them. Oh,
2: Tim, don't turn this into something like that, please. We'd love All to know if you're heading to the grand final, though. Let us know. Oh four three seven. Or if you haven't double, been able to get tickets, 0437-552-535. Let us know if you're going to be at the MCG on Saturday. Let us know if you haven't been able to get a ticket, because I do feel I do feel sorry for people that can't get in, Tim, because they they support their team week in week out. It is difficult. It's as everyone says, prelim final weekends the the weekend for fans, isn't it? Because you can actually get. Easier yep. ticket access. But, yeah, it is a shame. Geez, when... there'd be
3: some freebies given out for Grand Final, wouldn't there? To the, to well, the upper right. echelon. And that's many, what I'm how saying. How many thousand, do you they've given away? Uh, I'll ask you, To the you elite. going? <laughs> no, of course are I'm not going? going. I've never been on AFL Grand Final. I'm <laughs> a Bombers you really? fan. I want <laughs> to go and watch two teams that I have no interest in. I'll just oh, enjoy the the biggest day, game of that. the year, maybe. Yeah, but it's not when you're not in it. Oh, fair enough. It's like if I'm in if in, in cricket or whatever. There's a World Cup final or something on that I was in. I don't even watch it if if okay. you didn't make it. The World Test Championship final a few years ago when we, we didn't make it. There's no way I'm sitting through that. Fair it's enough. It's telly off.
2: It's a bit different when you're close to it and playing in it and missing out. But anyway.
3: Yeah. Well, I haven't How got too close anyway? to the haven't AFL grand to... final. How was your weekend? man. How was your um, weekend? Pretty, pretty usual for me, Breno. I'm sure some text will come through because... Um, I know some people have already been on to me privately about it. I've obviously joined up and I've been playing golf, um, which is a bit new to me. And um, to to qualify for this scramble event that starts next Saturday, I had to play eight rounds, I think it was, in 12 months. Now, I got to Thursday and I had six. So a text came through from our our captain, uh, Big Joffrey Watkins, and said, Tim, you need to play two more rounds in the next three days so you can qualify for this scramble event. I said, no worries. So I popped out on Thursday. It was a stable foot event. Not too bad because if you wipe your hole, you can just pick it up and move to the next one. Then I had to go down on Saturday, Brent, and it was stroke, which means you have to play every shot. And, of course, I've played my 18 holes and had 101. So the texts, <laughs> the texts have been rolling in. Goodness Congratulations man. on your first 100 for the summer. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that some of those people who are listeners... Have texted me already. I'm sure they'll be getting the uh, SCN text machine up today. So I have hit my first hundred for the day. Golf is well the summer. Golf is a tough sport. That's all I'll say. I'm sl- and the, the worst thing is, Breno, i actually improved. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're a dead set. But
3: the, the look uh. on people's faces when they they turn up and I'm playing in their group, and they think they obviously think because cricketers are generally pretty good at golf, and then I'm just spraying the ball all over the fairways. Uh, is priceless. So. I anyway, it. I've got a long way to go in the golf, but um, look, that's not the biggest news of the weekend. Well, no, for sure. We've Collingwood had, Brisbane. Yeah, um, well, you as well. And I don't want to turn the preamble into a Brent Costello bashing. I'm disappointed that you're well, not passing on your tickets to your family, but I have got one more thing I want to bring up, and then I'm going to leave it, and ooh, I'm going to leave it for good. We're going to go through. What's a few this though? Like? This is. I've just written down a few things here. The things that you have emceed in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and we've, we've already done touched this, on Tim. a few of them. So we've gone the Bill Sorrell lunch, the Stay Chatty Ball, the Jack Jumpers launch, the Jack Jumpers uh, jersey or jumper presentation, the night that with Sam the Kekovic, uh the TSL Awards night, the SFL Grand Final, the Old Scholars Grand Final, no, 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 the TSL you know Grand Wars? Final. The list goes on and on and on, and I'm fine with that.
2: Missed a few there too.
3: I'm fine with that. I have missed a few. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And I love that you've been out pr- promoting the show and getting more yes. listeners for us. It's been excellent. Exactly. But there has been a little bit of commentary that caught my my ears' attention over the weekend, and I think we'll just play that now. And it looks like Brent Costello's going to toss the coin. Goodness me. What a privilege that is for the great man.
2: It was too, Now, Brent...
3: I am all for you emceeing events because that is what you do. But I think in the last 72 hours, I think it's gone a little bit too far. And some texters and listeners are going to ring in and say, "Oh, it's Payne. getting a bit jealous and whatever." But exactly, it's not at all. What, what I'm concerned is, is is the emceeing. That's that's in your lane. That is what you do. When you go to the celebrity coin tosser at the grand final, the biggest game of footy in Tasmania. And there is S.E.N. Tassie Breakfast owned Brent Costello, and that's, there was a bit too much self-promotion in that for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously worried about it. On, I think if it continues, we're going to have to certainly rename the show, because it can't be Tassie Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. It needs to be the other way around. Correct. Should have been because because you are, to start with, to be fair. You are Eddie everywhere at the moment, and I th- well, I was blown away. I actually sat down and thought, I'll watch the start of the uh, TSL Grand Final. It was on YouTube. It was brilliantly done, and Tubes had Commentated it fantastically, Tubes Taylor. But to see the great man out there shaking the captain's hands and tossing the coin, I could not believe the amount of head bobble I saw on the man out there. So, can you shut wow. up so I can
2: defend myself
3: now? Wow, there's no defense to that. Yes,
2: there is. No, so, you, as you as you would in, have you're in
3: charge him. of the day as the MC, and when they said, gee. Brent, we haven't got anyone to toss the coin. You should have said, well, let's get a child out of the crowd who can come and make their day, not, oh, I'll do it. It's Mate, all right, boys. I've got it under control. I'll do everything else no. in this state. <laughs> I'll toss Jim, the coin as well. This is and if you happened. don't mind, I'll be the central umpire when the game starts as well.
2: Can <laughs> okay, I tell you exactly what happened now, Pott? Please so do. I'm
3: out there lining
2: up, ready to welcome everyone and get the national anthem underway. And poor old Matty Phillips, the umpire's boss at AFL, Taz, Wanders over and says, "Any chance you could toss the coin for us? We've uh, we haven't got anyone." And this is this is literally a minute before we're about to read out the yep. uh, welcome there to was country. 6, the, there were six thousand people there. There was Tim, somebody. but this is how tight it was. It was overlooked, and I said, "Look, I'd, I'd be a little bit embarrassed to be honest, Matt, to do that." And uh, it got to the point where we had to make the call, and it was getting really close to the bounce, Tim. And I just yep. had to do it, so I just make the step up and um, and Could make the sure they've not done it. Probably,
3: yeah, probably. Could one of the captains have done it like they do in cricket? <laughs> probably. I mean, there, there was plenty of options there, but you did say, "Give it to me. I want. No, I, I want not. all the smoke today. I'm on fire."
2: Matt Phillips, if you're listening, can you text us in, please? Oh, <laughs> On the uh, open line No, it's uh it, it felt a little uncomfortable, Tim, but happy to help Good. out where I, could. I wanted
3: I want it to be, because as I said, you're emceeing, that's your lane. I felt this one crossed over into the Ben Stokes, me, me, me <laughs> kind of territory, if I'm totally honest. <laughs>
2: We've got a big show coming up for you this morning. All the prelim final fallout will have that for you. The Tasmanian Tigers' first game of the season today. Looking forward to it. We're going to talk to the coach, Jeff Fawn shortly. Also, this man who I did get to spend some time with on Saturday at the TSL Grand Finals, Zane Box Boxhill Hawks coach, of course. Almost got his team to a VFL Grand Final star Tasmania. Looking forward to talking to him a little later in the show as well. Questions without notice. I want to talk to you about the cricket. We're in. Oh goodness me, awful strife at the moment heading into the World Cup. A uh, couple of quick texts in though uh, on the on the open line. Uh, no. You've mention got to be honest with up... the
3: text today because I can't see them. So don't no don't mention favourable.
2: The... <laughs> be quiet so I can read them out. No mention <laughs> yeah. of the call up that has been parachuted in to carry you through the scramble on Saturday. No names mentioned. But substantial Recruit probably realized you needed a lift from last year. That's from Anonymous in Howrah. Do you understand what any of that means? I have no idea
3: what that means. Me mean either.
2: Again? Uh, do I have to? No mention of yes. the call-up that has been parachuted in to carry you through the scramble on Saturday. So someone's helped you through the uh, scramble. Ah, right, yes.
3: Team? No, we have. We've got a new team member in. We do. Right. But I won't Who be is... mentioning him by name. He's a secret weapon.
2: Okay. Uh, uh, ben
3: Dunks away, so we had to get a fourth member in.
2: I've got a text here, oh, absolute bulldust by Brent, bulldust in capitals. That's from JB. Thanks, JB. Absolutely. Not sure. <laughs> not. Uh, another one here, Brent, maybe Tim should have taken you with him in his kit bag and he might have won a few more tosses. There you go, <laughs> Tim. That's not too bad. Thanks Good for off. your text this morning. We'd Would love to helped. hear from you. If you're a Lions fan, if you're a Pies fan, text us in 0437 552 535. We're off to our first break. And we're coming back to speak to the Tasmanian Tigers coach Jeff Vaughan here on SEN Tassie Breakfast for a Monday morning. Good morning. Good
1: morning. morning, morning, morning. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello.
2: 0437 double five two five three five is our open line. We'd love to hear from you on the text this morning. Uh, off to the grand final. How are you feeling if you're a Lions or pies supporter, let us know. 0437 double five two five three five Text in here from Kicker Collins. Brent is Tazzy's version of Eddie Everywhere, Maguire. He well, is not not really. Not really. You are I'm hey, serious.
3: I'm gonna to speak to Hutchie after this and get the title of the show changed to your name has to be first. You've outgrown us.
2: Well, as I said, it should have been that too to big. start with. Should have been that to start with. And I've, also, I've got a text in here as well from a very loyal listener, Alex Johnston, who sent through your scorecard from golf yep. over the weekend. And he points to the lazy eight shots on a one thirty metre par three. That took yep. uh, my attention, which I
3: yeah. Well, I'm happy to challenge you to a game of golf, Breno. If you no, fancy I, I, it. mate, right. I don't.
2: I can't hit well, a golf. We can just
3: sport. go down there and get in a bunker and see if you can get out. I no, can't. mate, I'm not going golfer. And one of the par threes, I did lob one in the bunker, and to be honest, I was pretty happy with an eight from there because I could still be in there now. <laughs> it was a stroke event. But anyway, let's move on before I take let's it move on. to your MCing
2: Let's move on because it all starts today for our Tasmanian Tigers, and the coach joins us on the line, Jeff Vaughan, ahead of the game against New South Wales, which starts at 5 past 10 this morning. G'day, Vaughan. Welcome to the show. Good morning, guys.
4: Hey, Jeff. Nice to I talk am. to
2: him. How's the how's the voice for you? Because you were scheduled to speak to us on Friday, and you were crook, and uh, things weren't going so well for you. How are you feeling as you wake up this Monday morning?
5: I'm a lot better better this morning. Uh, I wasn't crook as such. We had a a big outdoor week last week, and I think the winds up at uh, at Soldier's Memorial might have might have taken me down um, the middle of last week. So um, I'm sure you all the listeners were were pleased to hear from Silky on Friday morning. But uh, but all good this morning, and looking forward to to five past ten.
3: Good to hear, Jeffy. Now, obviously, you touched on it. The season starts this morning. What can we expect? I know the last week we've had a few weather interrupted practice matches, but the boys must be pumped to be getting stuck into the real thing.
5: Uh, it, it always is the case at this time of year, isn't it, where uh, where the guys or the cohort who have been in Hobart all year are, are craving game time. Uh, we've been very lucky the last three or four weeks. We've had a pre-season trip to Brisbane and played some, some one-day cricket and a three-day match against uh, Western Australia. We've had um, some internal matches, some 50-over matches last week, but we've also had a, a, a fair crew um, at different parts of the world throughout the winter, um, playing in the UK and playing in franchise cricket and some for Australia. So we've certainly uh, had a lot of cricket uh, under our belt, um, but certainly the, the guys who have been in Hobart are, are particularly looking forward to, to game one starting.
3: Yeah, and of the pre-season, one of the impressive players is, has been Jake Doran, a couple of hundreds away on the pre-season tour. He's had some bad news, I think, on um, during the week. He split his webbing ins out for the first few games, is that right?
5: He did, uh, Paine, yes, um, fielding the ball uh, on Friday afternoon, split the webbing between uh, just near his thumb, um, quite a bad one uh, initial uh, thoughts there so disappointing for him, a lad who play, made a couple of hundred for us in this format last year so um, he will be missing for the next couple of weeks at least um, but all that does will we'll give someone else an opportunity um, young Mac Wright gets a chance to bat in his number three position today um, and I know he's, he's really excited about the opportunity and, and looking for a good performance today
2: I'm sure you would have loved to been able to pick our man Timmy Payne uh, for your team this morning, (laughs) Jeff, but uh, unfortunately not available for selection. But uh, that means Matty Wade will take the gloves now, I assume.
5: Wadey does take the 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 gloves, Brent, and uh, I can assure you that our. Team and our uh, our dressing room will be a hell of a lot quieter today, a lot calmer <laughs> and a lot less uh, Mac talk. Calmer, you place, Which is
4: which, which
3: Ooh, would okay. be really nice to see. <laughs> All right, Geoffrey. Uh, mate. What about with the uh, the bowling attack? Obviously, Billy Stanlake's fit. We think Riley Meredith's fit, but those guys will have you know big shoes to fill after Jackson Bird and Peter Siddle moved on at the end of last year.
5: Yeah, correct. And look, both Sids and Birdie didn't play a hell of a lot of one-day cricket for us last year. But um, um, pleased to to announce that um, uh, Billy Stanlake will be making his debut um, for us this morning. Um, He's been uh, uh, incredibly professional about his um, his return from injury. Um, Has invested. A lot in, in himself and he's uh, full credit to our physical team and our bowling coach, and Robbie Castle, for, for the work that they have done um, over the last 12 months. There was a couple of occasions last year where we thought we were going to get some cricket out of him at the, at the highest level, but um, just a couple of niggles at the wrong time put, put it into that. But he's had a good off-season um, with some cricket in Darwin and, and Brisbane, so uh, really excited to, to see him. Um, on junction Oval, it might be a little bit slower today but um, if anyone's going to generate a little bit of bounce and pace out of it it'll certainly be uh, it'll certainly be, be billy stanlake yeah
3: there's no doubt he's going to be a huge asset for Tassie cricket you, is we spoke to silky a little bit about it last week what's it look like for him with red Bull cricket is that a possibility or are we just taking it sort of month by month but game by game and see how he's tracking
5: no, everything's certainly part of the plan, Payne. Um, we've got the lens that, um, yeah, we've got a long-term lens, and hence why we recruited him last year. Um, and we not expecting a hell of a lot of cricket out of him last year. But, um, but the future, uh, our, our planning is, is around all three formats. He's obviously a hu- over a hurricane with us as well. Um, his initial introduction to Tasmanian cricket will be through white ball. Um, but we've certainly got the lens, whether it's laid in this block uh, before the, the big bash, or certainly post big bash, where we've got four games and a, and a potential final at the back end of the year, um, we'll be certainly looking forward to some some Red Bull cricket with him.
2: Jeff Vaughan, the Tasmanian Tigers coach, is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Vaughan, what do you know about the New South Wales lineup today? How star studded is that?
5: Well, I think that they will be maybe on the plane today, Brent, because we're playing, it's, it's Victoria that we've got today. Um, Victoria first. And, um, okay. Correct. Yeah, How so they, are they looking? They're going, to be, they're going to be quite strong, aren't they? Um, um, they've got some, some some developing young talent. Um, big Scotty Bolan, who uh, most cricket fans will, will be excited to see his return for Victoria. and um, They've got Marcus Harris and, and Peter Hanscom. So they've got um, uh, a, a very experienced team around around some developing young talent. So on their home ground, they'll be uh, a certainly tough opposition for us. Um, but... Look, we, we think that we match match them with some experience, and, and you mentioned Wady before, and and we've got some exciting young talent ourselves with Riley Meredith and Caleb Jewell and um, and a few other guys around the around the mark as well. So we're looking forward to a good start this morning.
3: Jeffy, Caleb Jewell, you've just spoken about there. He's been on fire in the off season two Australia A tours. What have you seen? Uh, I suppose the growth in his game in the last sort of 12 to 18 months.
5: I think just confidence and belief, Pani. To be honest, um, you know he hasn't changed a hell of a lot from uh, from a te- technical sense or, or even a tactical sense. Um, uh, one benefit of of sending players off to the Australia A um, formats of the game is they get to spend some time with their their peers. You know, the best of of the domestic bunch that aren't playing a lot of international cricket. So for him to go away and and be surrounded by that that cohort of players, but also to have some success would would no doubt give him a fair amount of belief uh, in his own game, a fair amount of belief in in what could potentially uh, occur over the coming years. So he seems really calm with his own game at the moment. Um, He's an exciting young talent, a a hell of a young leader around our group. Um, And I think that... uh, the, the addition of a couple of Australia a tours now, he, he went to New Zealand in April um, and then just did the recent one uh, in the, the north of Australia um, over the last month or so. Um, it's given him a lot of belief in in his own skill set and, and what's on the horizon.
2: Well, Jeff, all the best today against Victoria. Uh, look forward to seeing how you go. Five past ten, it starts this morning and hopefully uh, a win to kick us off for season 23-24. Be great to see. Appreciate your time, particularly on game day here on SCN Tassie Breakfast. Thank you, guys. Jeff Vaughan, the Tasmanian Tigers coach, uh, looking forward to that later on today. Tim, uh, what do you expect? Uh, a Tigers win? Uh,
3: yeah, I do actually. I think um, you know the Vix have obviously got some experienced players. He touched on there, Boland, Harris, uh, Hanscom, but I think um, they also got some some really young players. So the team, the teams will be pretty similar, uh, but I think with sort of Darcy, um, Riley, Meredith. Um, Billy Stanlake, Matthew Way, Jordan Silk, Bo Webster, I think we'll get the job done. Texan
2: here on the open line, 0437 552535. Come on, Brent, a bit of prep for the interviews. Less cash jobs and tossing the coin. Well, you know what? Who was that from? That was from David. I actually (laughs) thought they were playing Victoria, but old mate Hammer here, and I need you here with your Nerf gun to shoot him. It's in the the cupboard behind you, mate. Can you see this, Tim? The Tigers' one day season starts today against New South Wales. It says that on the run sheet here. So It does.
3: It does. I'm you happy know. to put
2: my head up and say I, I got it wrong, but, well, but I'm no, only going off. Because
3: our listeners, our listeners know, Brent, if it's put in front of you, you will read it. I read it. Exactly You're, right. Uh, you are the ultimate professional, oh, professional, and that one is on Hamish. Who, We're get to new- who We're you've gonna- <laughs> been caught up in tossing coins and whatever, but Hamish has got his head well and truly in grand final week being a Collingwood fan. And he's <laughs> he fuming at you because you've pinched a ticket and he can't get one. So I reckon <laughs> you're going to have to check the rundown a lot this morning because he's going to be out to stitch you up left, right, and centre.
2: Here's new sport and weather for you. On the other side, we talked to Andrew Jenkins from Taz Racing. 7.34 in the morning here on SDN Tassie Breakfast on a Monday and foster or adopt a greyhound today, au. It's time to talk to Andrew Jenkins, the CEO of Taz Racing. Morning, AJ. G'day, Bruno. Morning, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you, mate. So hope you are too. Now, how did yesterday's Hobart Harness and Devonport Thoroughbred races go? Uh,
0: mate, it was a terrific week- weekend of racing. We saw up at Devonport uh, Ziggy Carr rode a running double in... Races uh, three and four, but uh, there was a bit of controversy in race two with uh, Londiani, uh, had David Perez aboard uh, cross the line first. But uh, a wee nip ridden by Brendan McCall lodged a protest and was ultimately awarded the race uh, after the, uh, the protest alleging interference. So there would have been a few happy and a few disappointed hunters, no doubt, with that result. Uh, Hobart Harness, terrific meeting last night, started out at Elwick in the beautiful sunshine that uh, blessed us coming across the river and um, yeah, terrific meeting and in fact we saw seven trainers who shared the honours across uh, what was a full 10 race card. So yeah, look, great uh, great weekend of racing so far and of course we've got always Monday night uh, La- uh, dogs up at Launceston Mowbray and starting off tonight at 7.33pm, Breno.
3: Morning AJ, how are you? Hello, Paney. Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Now, Friday night, under lights, it's got a nice ring to it, but that starts in Launceston next week?
0: Yeah, it, it does, Painy. We'll, um The last of our four meetings in a row at Devonport on uh, God's Carpet, the synthetic up there, is this Sunday. <laughs> and, of course, we we just run that over this period of the year while we're finishing up the renovations on the two turf tracks. So, yeah, the last, uh, last of four at uh, Devonport Sunday. And then we've got... Uh, five in a row at uh, Lonnie uh, starting off under lights next Friday night which will just be absolutely fantastic up there. The, uh, the team have, um, have got the place looking a treat and the, and the track's coming along super. So yeah really excited to start going around again uh, under lights on Friday night next week.
2: And AJ, we need to ask you about last week's interim report from Ray Murray here into Tassie's harness racing industry. Obviously, calling for the new rules and, and need for greater competition. How's it been received by Tass Racing?
0: Uh, yeah, so we've had a preliminary review of the report, um, Breno. We um, we uh, fully support uh, certainly the animal welfare aspects that are referenced uh, in the interim report. We'll have a good look through the programming. Um, aspects and the, and the handicapping aspects that are that are also included. And uh, once we receive the body of the report, mindful as you mentioned, uh, Brent, it's it's only an interim report. But once we receive the lot, we'll um, be well informed and we can make any uh, decisions that we feel need to be made.
2: Very good. Uh, it's no secret, greyhounds make great pets. Foster or adopt a retired greyhound, gaptaz.com.au and imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. AJ, Andrew Jenkins, thanks so much for your time on SCN Tassie Breakfast this morning. We'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure.
0: Thanks for having me, boys. Speak soon.
2: Andrew Jenkins, the CEO of Taz Racing, joining us here on the show this morning. We're off to a break on the other side of it. We're debriefing all the action from the weekend here
1: on SEN Tazzy Breakfast. Harrison Agents, to buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good morning. 0437 double five two
2: five three five is our open line. We'd love for you to text in. Want to hear from the Pies fans? Want to hear from the Lions fans? How are you feeling ahead of the big AFL Grand Final coming up on Saturday afternoon at the mighty MCG? As I welcome you back in, Tim Payne. Uh, Friday night, let's go back there. Collingwood defeating the Giants in a thriller. One point uh, makes up oh. for last year's result, of course. Or so, well, they went down by a point against the Swans, and they're through to the big are, stage. Isn't it? Yeah
3: I don't think the Giants Feel that way do they
2: No true True yeah. It's tough Gee they've had a good year Though the Giants Let's talk about them Briefly because, Unbelievable whew, Amazing From where
3: they were I think in round 12 was it They were like in, in the bottom 5
2: They won 8 in a row Didn't they I think Or 9 in a row Was it It's, uh, yeah, it's I think, pretty, I think just pretty amazing
3: Just the way they played As well I, I actually got to the point Where you started to look forward To watching the Giants play And I can't say I've ever felt like that To be honest mm-hmm. Just purely mm-hmm. as a footy fan, the way they took the game on, the way they ran, the that they were sort of tough but could spread and, and run you off your legs at the same time So well. I think Toby Green's probably the most watchable player in the competition now that Buddy Franklin's gone. I don't know what you think about that. But it seems like no, whenever he's, he's around yeah. the ball, there's only a few of them. There's Dustin Martin, there's him, and there's probably Dugowie and, and obviously a couple others, but are absolute box office. Whenever they're around the ball, something seems to happen and it's exciting.
2: How, how, Did you see him in the change rooms after the game Yeah, well? I was about like, to say, I loved how see, vulnerable he was. Yeah. 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 And it, it was a, another sort It was elite
3: sport, how much it means to people. Like, he was inconsolable there. Mm-hmm. Heart and soul every day of his life for the last six months into getting to next week and to fall short by, well, a point or a meter. Even with his kick, he's checked side late in the game and people say, oh, he probably should have passed it. There was options on in the middle, but it's literally a meter away from putting them into a grand final and to be that close but that far away that's why I've, we've listened a little bit this week i don't know if you have Brent about past players talk about how difficult preliminary final is because you've got everything everything to lose um yep. and to not get to grand final week although you want to win it just getting there is a huge um you know a huge time in in people's careers mm. to experience everything that grand final week is
2: no doubt. Now speaking of the change rooms across the other way in Collingwood's, did you catch this? Oh, that, during that the... was hilarious. Let, let's play the audio if you missed it. Still side bottom here. Is this the, bro- is this the brother? Still
1: looks like the brother. No, who is it?
2: Matty Wade. It is true, Matty
3: Wade, the cricketer. I thought he looks like you. How cousin? Yeah.
2: He looks like you.
3: <laughs> he actually. He actually. I've never thought of that, but. Now when you say that he does a little bit. No he the way he's doesn't. gone the real He has his no his haircut at the moment he's gone the real fade in the short sides he's gone like a zero and and still side has got a you know a bit of a bald melon and I could see where <laughs> BT was coming from. He stuffed could, it up. I, uh, he did stuff it up but it was bloody funny obviously. Mean, um Still side bottom's brother's also a cricketer though. Right. He plays yes. county cricket over in England yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um Different size to Wadey, though. He's a big fast bowler, a big tall fella. So, but that was very, very funny. Obviously, BT's not a huge cricket fan. No. <laughs> the bloke there played 200 games of cricket for Australia and thought he was still Sidebottom's brother. So, anyway.
2: Oh, dear. Anyway, let's go to Brisbane because, gee, it was a hot start for the Blues, wasn't it? You thought, oh, here we go. We're on here for a <laughs> Carlton-Collingwood grand final. But as you thought, Brisbane came back and, and got the job done.
3: Yeah. Geez, you would have been worried, though, if you're a Brisbane fan, wouldn't you? I think Fags was sitting in the coaches' boxes. I think all of their fans, and even us who aren't Brisbane fans, are thinking, oh, no, they're going to do it again. They're going to be the best team all season long and not be able to get over the line in, in the prelim. And I thought the way they settled after that showed probably how their, their group has matured. But let's be completely honest. If Harris Andrews wasn't there in the first quarter, they would have been 10 goals down. He, yeah. was, he was unbelievable, one-man show at one stage and kept them literally in the game.
2: Can play, can play. What about the storylines out of it? Obviously, finally, Chris Fagan makes. I think it's been a semi-final, prelim final, semi-final, prelim final, grand final now. Oldest coach to coach in a grand final, surpassing Mick Malthouse at 62. Mm. Just, uh, it's fantastic. It
3: really is. It is. It is. Has his own, too. So, yeah, it's fantastic. And I know, if you're not surely, I would imagine if you're Tasmanian, don't go for Collingwood, you're in for Brisbane this week.
2: Well, that's what Chris said in his press conference, surely. basically, didn't he? Yeah. And then we've got do the other side they, of the coin. Do you think
3: they can win, though?
2: Brisbane? Coins? Absolutely.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. After really? I just watched them. I.
2: <laughs> They've been, I, think, I mean... It, Everyone I talks just think about like the there's an old the saying,
3: your, your mates at the Eagles, I remember when they won it, what's his name, came out and said, McGovern, didn't he? He said, forward sell memberships, defence wins premierships. And I think As if you look great- at Collingwood's defence, I, th- I think they're more suited to finals. Footy tight scoring games. The, bomb, the, the Danaher's, Hipwoods, the Lions, they want to they score, they want it a bit more open, a bit more free-flowing. Charlie Cameron, and I just think Collingwood will shut them down and squeeze them, mm. to be honest. And like Carlton did in the start of the game, I just don't think Collingwood's pressure will drop off. They've shown that they'll do it for four quarters, whereas Carlton were unbelievable in that first 10 minutes but couldn't sustain it for a long period. And I feel like if Collingwood do, that, I'm not sure Brisbane have got the answers to that.
2: Well, Hammers just written here for us, Brisbane has won the last six in a row against Collingwood. Yep. That's a stand, but isn't? again,
3: it's, it's different footy. Finals footy versus regular season footy is different. What have the scores been? It's been like 60 to 50 in most games, tight games. And and that's the other thing, let's be honest. Collingwood win tight games. They know what they're doing in the last five minutes of big games. They know how to shut the game down. I think if if Brisbane have the ability to kick a winning score, they have more ability to blow the game open than Collingwood potentially do with their forward line, particularly now McStay's out. But I'm just worried that that...
2: yeah. There you go. The, the clincher of that stat too, none of those games are at the MCG where we know yeah. Brisbane have historically battled. Uh, yeah. they've, been, they've been okay there. They just haven't been able to get over the line in a lot of those games. So it's fascinating. And they're already now, talking
3: about, about it. They are already talking yeah. about it. Dane Zorco's there, didn't he, yesterday. We're not playing against the MCG, we're playing against Collingwood. The mm. fact that you're even mentioning it means it's in the back of their minds there somewhere. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's a worry. How about the storylines at the Pies too? So obviously Brodie check who's just a great story in his own right. Jeremy Howe, you know, the injuries he's been through uh, back into another grand final, which is great. Then off-field as well, we've got Graham Wright there from a Tasmanian perspective. We've got Brendan Bolton. A uh, lot to like about that. Uh, Grant Birch was obviously the runner up there in in Brisbane as well. So lots of Tassie flavour to this weekend's grand final which is really it is, exciting. It's good
3: with the with the biggest game of the year, but I tell you what was sad was Damic's day.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Against and his old and team. He
3: started he'd started like a house on fire in the first 10 minutes. Mm. He was clunking mm. them and and so again I think that's my issue with Collingwood. How do they cover him and how do they kick a score to win?
2: Now I want to ask you about the Brownlow tonight. I think Nick Dacos has got enough to win it before he got injured. He's going to start the favourite with Sportsbet, two dollars eighty. And of course, if you're going to gamble, gamble responsibly and imagine what you could be buying instead. But two eighty, he starts at Marcus Bond and just behind at three dollars. Zach Butters a smoky for me at five fifty. They've won games, obviously. Port, very good player. Zach Butters. Who who do you like? Yeah,
3: I, well, I think Dacos will win it. You do, think- yeah. Yeah, well, he was going that well middle of the season. There was so much media around it that it would have been impossible for the umpires not to already be thinking yep. about it. And I agree. And then he was playing good games anyway. Exactly. My only thing is, will he have some guys around him that will take votes off him?
2: Everyone will, though, won't they?
3: Potentially. Yeah, uh, no, I, for I'll... some reason, I'd love to see the Bont win it.
2: He deserves one. There's no doubt about I'd that. I'd
3: like to see that. But I think, yeah, Dacos, it just seems like the stars are aligning. Very early in the season for him to to win the Brownlow yeah. and probably a premiership. So uh, I think could we be forgot how good for the he young was.
2: Fella. Yeah, I think we forgot how good he was early, and then we just talked about the injury and all the games yeah. he missed. But you're right, he, he was pulling three boats pretty much every game, wasn't he, when he was playing. So he was. Uh, yeah, well, he he's should the one off, to You would think. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, 0437 552535 is our text line. We'd love to hear from you. We've got one here from Kicker. How are Jordan Silk's emotions after GWS's heartbreaking loss? First the Swans last year, now the Giants.
3: Oh, he's had a stinker. He would have been on the phone, I imagine, <laughs> joining up for the Swannies next year, Scoop Silk, but we'll see. We'll have a chat with him in the next few weeks when he's hopefully back yeah. on deck. Definitely. Um, uh, what, about to... Did you, what about oh. Jordan to go? his game as well?
2: Well, yeah, outstanding. How many touches you have thirty plus? Hard to
3: stop. Yeah, yeah. Double. He, he's a big game player. Double digit clearances. Yeah. he's Finals footballer, isn't he? It suits him. Yeah. No Unlike idea. the big fella from Carlton who had a bit of a stinker, who's going to cop it, I'd imagine all pre-season. Big Charlie Currie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's had a good year though, hasn't he? But he he has. remembered for finals he has. performances, aren't you? I suppose.
3: Unfortunately, And I'm, certainly. I mean, a lot of people have been writing him off as well. Oh, he doesn't. He won't perform in finals. He's still quite young, isn't he? And then and he is. Let's be honest. He is an absolute star. So, and I think with Carlton getting better next year and the next few years, I think he'll he'll play some big finals games and redeem himself from this this final series.
2: One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. You can call us on the open line or text us oh four three seven double five two five three five. We'd love to hear from you this morning. You make our show or you text. We love it, and uh, yeah, make sure you let us know how you're feeling. If you're a, a lion supporter or a pie supporter, or you just want to talk about anything going on in sport locally, nationally, and internationally, we're off to our final break of the hour and back to wrap it up next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.
1: Harrison Agents, to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good One minute away from 8 o'clock. Brent
2: Costello with you in the Salamanca Studios. Tim Payne's up in Brisbane. How's the weather up there this morning, Tim? Nice and sunny and hot,
3: is it? A bit cloudy, Breno, this morning. A little bit cloudy, but um, hopefully it'll okay. burn off before we finish and I'll head down to the uh, the cricket ground for a couple of what, T20s what are you doing? today. What are
2: you, It's the, the ladies you're with this week? Yeah, I've
3: got the girls sort of underage Australian team, so they're sort of uh, there's a World Cup in 2025 so there's a, quite a young group that's sort of from anywhere from sort of 16 to 18 that they're trying to build together towards the, the World Cup in 2025 so a couple of T20s today, a 50 over game tomorrow, day off and then another game on Thursday
2: And back here Friday morning the uh, the studio.
3: Back into it Friday morning, Breno, and I Very believe good. you're off pinching the... Uh, with tickets that people can't get a hold of.
2: Well, here's a text in here from Adam Roy Davey, of course, the great man up in beautiful Launceston. I'll tune in for Zane, get the man some grand final tickets. I'm uh, I'm staggered if Zane Littlejohn
3: can't get he- himself some grand final tickets, surely. Oh, sure, sure, he's got someone in house at the Lions that he can well, lean he's, on.
2: He's, he'd think so. He spent enough time there before. Moving down to beautiful Melbourne, but uh, we'll ask him that question when he joins us in the second hour. Looking forward to that. We're going to talk about uh, all the other things happening in sport too. We've got our Tassie Sports Stars of the Week as well, Tim, and questions without notice. So an action-packed second hour of SBN Tassie Breakfast coming your way after new sport, and weather.
1: Harrison Agents to buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good morning. Yes,
2: it is four minutes past eight o'clock. We're up and firing for another week here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Brent Costello here in Hobart. And Tim Payne, up in Brisbane, you there, Payne? You've, you've disappeared off the, the screen. I can't see I you have... anymore.
3: No, that's what not a bad doing? thing. No, Breno. No, no, I don't not. know. It it's just not. it just says uh, not connected. So, again, we'll put it on to Hamish,
2: won't we? (laughs) That's the easiest thing to do around here. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's talk about the cricket. I'm very, very concerned about our Mm. one-day side heading into the World Cup. It's not going well. Five-game losing streak. Um, We've conceded two of the four highest ODI scores in the last week and a half. What's going on, please? Uh, Reassure us that we're going to be okay at the World Cup.
3: Well, I can't reassure you, Breno, but what I can tell you is... The only saving grace is we're obviously not playing our best team. And then there's no doubt about that. Um Spencer Johnson played last night, I think Sean Abbott. Um who else played last night that probably won't be in the eleven if we roll through it? Matthew Short, Josh Inglis. Uh yeah, so there's there's some big names out of the team that need to come back in. However
2: Why aren't we playing our best team? It, it has a Well, I don't know.
3: Guys. I think I think maybe we've played too much cricket potentially with Going to South Africa, we had the T20s, and then straight after that we had five one-days. Then we've got three one-days here against India before the World Cup even starts. It's a lot of cricket. I mean, it's a fine line to play enough cricket and have everyone match ready, but we've clearly played two, or we think we're playing too much because none of the big guns have been rolling out, have they? No Stark again last night, no Cummins. Mm -hmm. Um, Our bowling attack hasn't looked settled at all. Like I can't remember the last time we put our best attack on the field. So, um, you know, maybe we've got this one game leading into the World Cup, so the third game of the series against India. Hopefully we play our best team. But I I mean, speaking before it, Brent, I remember we talked about hopefully we would see more of what our best team would look like in this series, because obviously in South Africa we didn't. But the first two games, we've gone down the track of again of resting Stark, resting Cummins. Um, we still, to me, look unsure about who's going to replace Travis Head. Uh, who's obviously injured. Mitch Marsh didn't play last night. Um, So obviously we're trying to keep guys fresh, but there is a fine line between keeping guys fresh and getting your combination out there playing cricket together. So hopefully um, Game 3 we'll we'll see more of what our World Cup eleven is going to look like, but certainly concerning when you're going for 400 twice in the last four or five games, regardless of who's playing.
2: Not ideal at all. We'll keep a close watch on that as we build up to the World Cup. But now let's talk about the footy from the weekend locally. Kingra... Winning its first TSL Premiership, uh, feel really happy for Trent Bormela, who I know puts in so much hard work. We spoke to him on Friday on the show, not sure if he classifies for the SEN Tassie bump or not, uh, after being on the show and going oh, and winning a flag.
3: We had both coaches, didn't we? We did,
2: we did, true. Uh, but just a great result for for Kingborough. Obviously the heartbreak of last year going down to Launceston in, in the big dance and then being able to respond this year. They were challenged by the Bombers, it was fair to say, but uh, did what they had to and, and got the job done by, I think it was 15 points in the end. Yeah, I the, uh, did the, the Bombers cup-
3: have their chances in the last quarter, Bretto?
2: Yeah, they certainly did. They had their chances through the game. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But, um, you know, I think Kingborough thoroughly deserve it. They've been on top Absolutely. from round one right through the season. They've had the wood over North Orney, really, um, this season, when you look back at the results. Uh, North Orney won one, obviously. But um, just great to have the Cup back in, in southern Tasmania for the first time it since 2016. It's think, been a long time. i tell you time. what,
3: it's not a bad effort to play in two grand finals, win one. And how old would the Kingborough Tigers be? Ten years?
2: Yeah, 2014 was their first season, so, yeah, so in, they've had some, like had some you dark said, days. Been,
3: they've had so many dark Those first four or five years, they were getting absolutely flogged every week. And like you said, there's yep. been a lot of people down that area and around that football club who have put in a lot of work and deserve what they got on Saturday.
2: Now, Jack Jumpers season starts this Friday. Can you believe it? The NBL season's back. We're off to Perth. A really difficult start for us. We've got the Wildcats over there. Then we're back here to take on the Kings. So two of the power and glamour clubs of the competition first up. So a a difficult start, but we've got a good team, Tim. Uh, Lucky enough to be, as you said, at the jersey presentation on Friday night. A real good feel about uh, this season with the team. Are
3: we confident the first two games?
2: Well, our record's actually Never pretty really good were. over in Perth.
3: It really is. Yeah, it is. So,
2: um, yeah, look, it'll be really interesting to see if Will Magne is right to go for that first game. Obviously, all indications are that he was going to be, so we'll find out a bit more. I think we're going to speak to the Jack Jumpers for the media tomorrow, so it'll be good to ask that question, see how Mags is tracking. But, uh, look, I'd, I reckon they'll go over there with a lot of confidence. Undefeated start to the preseason as well, of course, from five games, so they're, they're going nicely.
3: Do you think this will be the first year we'll we've, we're going to be shedding the under, underdog tag? I reckon that's what's worked really well for us. So it's going to be interesting. I think this year, with the talent that we've brought in and the culture and the club that we've been able to build, I just feel like this year we'll be will be hunted a bit more. Whereas in the previous two years, we're the ones going after them. Do you think that'll change? I mean, it won't with Scott Roth, but certainly from a player's perspective, there might be a little mind shift, mindset shift there.
2: Yeah, well, it's interesting. Obviously, no one thought we'd do what we did in the first season, and then I think everyone thought we'd fall away last season because it was a fairy tale the first season, but we showed we weren't going to be doing that. So this year, you're right. I think everyone will be like, okay, the jack jumpers are legit, even though the uh, betting market doesn't reflect that at the moment, but um, I think we'll be good. And I've, I was pleasantly surprised, Tim. I finally made my super coach team oh, yesterday. Welcome. And I... I logged in and then we've got about 50-odd people in our league. So people oh. must be listening to the show, which is which at is last good count. Thing, first of all. At last count, exactly.
3: It might have been what what did you go with? Then. What was your team name in the end?
2: Um, well, I wanted Island State Warriors, but I couldn't fit it. So I can't remember what I called it now. Um, I can't Island actually State even remember. Warriors. Yeah, I really wanted to go with that, but it wouldn't fit too many characters. But if you'd like to join us um, and you love your basketball and you love coaching... Well, together with the Mercury, we're looking for Australia's basketball supercoach. There's a prize pool including cash, merchandise, and NBL experiences worth over $10,000 for your local club, your coach, and you, and register to play super Coach for your chance to win a bonus $2,500. Head to IconWin.com.au for more details. Entries close this Thursday, so this is the last time we can remind you on the show. Our group code is 400254. We'd love for you to be part of it. And see if he can take down the great man Timothy Payne. Uh, shouldn't be too hard. Nothing would bring me greater pleasure.
3: <laughs> it shouldn't be too hard. Do you want me to read out my starting five, Breno?
2: Yeah. Okay. Give it to me.
3: Well, I don't even know some of them. Creek.
2: Yep. He was. The, he's the most expensive player, isn't he, Mitch Creek? I'm pretty Probably.
3: sure. Yep. We signed him a little bit cheaper. Got him a little bit of a deal on the side. <laughs> Froling. Froling.
2: Yeah, Sam Froling. Yep. Sa. Yep. The big man from Perth, who's going to light up the competition.
3: Clark from Melbourne.
2: Yep, Ian Clark.
3: And Ian Clark, that's him. And Crawford, Jack Jumper. That's okay. the starting five.
2: Don't mind it. Don't mind it.
3: Starting five,
2: okay. so. Okay. I've got a bit of a
3: Jackie's flavour
2: with my team, but I still haven't finalised it, so we'll, we'll come Doesn't back. to the next We'll get our team... Uh, Teams uh, looked at on Friday. So I'm actually going to the season to Thursday night, actually, which will
3: be good. Well, um, South East Melbourne
2: and Melbourne United. Looking forward to that. Uh, let's switch to round ball. Um,
3: Working or watching?
2: Just pleasure, Tim.
3: Yep. Okay.
2: Actually, Scotty Pippen's going to be there, so I'll try and get him for SEN Tassie breakfast if we can land big
3: Scotty Pippen imagine that if anyone can <laughs> Breno if anyone can well, it's you at the moment you are running that's, hot
2: that's my mission I'm going to get a one on one with Scotty Pippen courtside we'll see how we go or even better on the phone I'll try for the phone first we try and get him on Friday show live but I don't want my chances there but we'll see how we go um, how about Ramble on the weekend Tim we saw South Hobart head to Devonport and knock off the strikers after Tommy after and they were slagged off it came out, shots fired, and they've got the job done, South. Comfortably, too. Two goals to nil, so well done to them. Uh, They lift the cup in the final series, and the Strikers women got the job done in the WSL grand final with a 2-0 victory over the Clarence Zebras. So uh, that was good to see. Um, Back to footy for
3: Devon. I wonder if South Hobart changed their tactics. Well, they just, they must have, they Tim, just executed they better this this, <laughs> this final.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch any of the game, obviously, being at the footy, so I wouldn't mind watching it back to see how it all played out. Uh, well done to Devonport, too, securing a three-peat 43-point win over Bernie in the NWFL Grand Final. Well done to the Magpies. And just as a side note, too, we saw Josh Green is returning to Clarence next year, which is fascinating. Yeah, I didn't see that. Where was that? Reported. That, it was on social media, so he's been at Lindisfarne, right. of course, and kicking he bags of goals for fun. So he wants to obviously try his hand at the TSL for one more year before it winds up. So, so he's uh, returning
3: as a as a player, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Like coach or something like that.
2: I wouldn't have thought so. Peter Ryan's doing a great job. Oh no, coach like a there. playing assistant coach, coach,
3: assistant. coach you know?
2: assistant. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I don't I don't know the full details. And North Melbourne. Lost to Brisbane at UTAS Stadium yesterday in AFLW. That's the Roos' first ever loss in Tasmania. An uh, 11-game winning streak they were on before yesterday's game here in the States. So uh, they were up pretty comfortably early too, and Brisbane fought their way back and, and got the job done.
3: They're up and about the Brisbane Lions at the moment. They
2: are. I tell you what, I like
3: their uh, jumper. I did too Brisbane. It, it looked yes. Brisbane Bears-ish didn't Brisbane it Bears, it looked yeah, like a really old school Warwick Capper almost yeah, it sort was of awesome. period of play so I I need to work turn that on and the have a look. yep that's terrific I agree I, I very much like that jumper they wore yesterday
2: 0437 552 535 is our open line. We'd love to hear from you this morning. If you're a Pies fan, a Lions fan, or just a general footy fan, how excited are you about grand final week? Who's going to win the Brownlow medal? There's plenty you can text us in on this morning. Even give us a call if you want. 1300 42 1533. We're off to a break. Coming up next, though, is Zane Littlejohn, a star of Tasmanian football doing big things on the mainland. That's next on SEN Tassie
1: Breakfast. Harrison agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Oh four three seven double five two five three five
2: is our text line. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Another text in here from Kicker Collins. If Brent stands an interview with Scotty Pippen, he deserves to be named first in the name of the show. Tim, thoughts? totally
3: agree. I'm already pushing for it. <laughs> Very good.
2: Well. Fortunate enough to spend some time with our next guest over the weekend. He was down watching his beloved North Launceston playoff in the TSL Grand Final. Not the result he was after, but he's been good enough to join us on the show this morning. Zane John, welcome.
6: Thanks, guys. G'day, Pony. G'day, Brent. Good morning, mate. Nice to
2: talk to you, mate. Uh, yeah, disappointing that the, the Bombers couldn't sneak over the line for you on Saturday, but uh, always nice to be part of the day, mate. You're the, the Cup ambassador, of course. So it must have been nice to get home, albeit briefly.
6: Yeah, no, it was nice. It was. Um, I said when Fane rang me to ask if I'd be happy to do it, it was probably one silver lining to unfortunately losing the week before. So, because um, obviously if you had the loss, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But um, yeah, I had a one. Sorry, wouldn't have been able to do it. So yeah, it was nice to get back and see some familiar faces again and see footy or well, TSL grand final footy back at North Hobart Oval. Well, There's we've got you want to talk about former
3: club? Oh, sorry, mate. Another no, no, no. Former club of yours, obviously the Lions. You must be wrapped to see um, Fagues and obviously you'd have some, some great mates up, up there as well. Go through to a grand final.
6: 100%, mate. I was um, I was cheering them on uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. So, yeah, pump for them. It's, um, obviously, there's a lot of hard work, and a lot of people um, do a lot of hard work to, to get clubs to where they are. And Obviously, when Fags walked into the building sort of seven years ago, they were rock bottom, the Lions, and... Um, He's done a fantastic job with, I guess, galvanising the whole club and getting everyone on the same page. And this is just reward for what they've got. And hopefully, they've got one more win in them.
2: Yeah. How do you feel about it, Zane? Obviously, a lot spoken about the MCG uh, record, et cetera. But uh, yeah, the Lions are um, a very, very good team. We know that. So, so how, how do you think they'll go against the Pies?
6: Yeah. Look, I think I think, um, and Faggs has mentioned this a number of times. That I've seen in his presses around the learnings that they've had over the past sort of four or five years in finals and. I think last year's final series where they were able to beat Melbourne at the G will hold them in really good stead. Um, Collingwood are a fantastic side and probably arguably get to go in as favourites, which is great. And um, I'm sure the Lions will give a really good account and see has got a great experience, great youth, so a really nice, balanced team. So it'll, uh, it'll be a really exciting day for the whole footy club and the players, but I, I'm confident I think they can get the job done.
3: Yeah, let's hope so. Now, mate, you, you're obviously not there anymore, but from the outside, what do you think's changed? I mean, the last couple of years, they've fallen to that preliminary final, uh, stumbled there, I guess. What do you think's been the biggest change in the Lions to get over the hump?
6: Oh, I think you see it out is like, we used to have a fair bit of speed in our front end. I um, mean, no disrespect to Richie, who's been a, a star player, but that's sort of the first thing that you lose once it comes to the end of your career. But, um, you know, to see... Canine Coleman now, Um, Darcy Wilmot obviously played last year's final series as well, but speed in their back end, Um, and then you add Fletcher on the wing, and they've always had a bit of speed in that in their front end with Cameron and Zorko and Rayner and that. So I think now you see a bit more um, balanced team with um, attributes across the field. And you obviously add Dunkley, who can go and play an inside defensive role, who's done it before and can also win his own ball and and all that. So they've got a lot more flexibility, I think, in their side, Um, their depth, obviously, which you need to get the finals and and win finals you need really good depth so um, I think that's the that's a change I'd say I've seen um, externally on the outside now
2: Zane Littlejohn who was an assistant up at the Lions a few years ago for a a period of time is our guest on MDN Tassie Breakfast this morning Zane what sort of influences fags had on your career as a coach, I suppose. You're both Tasmanian. You would have had that connection when you got up there. Um, a bit like you, um, he hasn't played at the highest level in the AFL, but you're doing wonderful things in the coaching space. So he must have played a, a huge role in what, in your development, I suppose, as a coach.
6: Yeah, massive. And I, I think I've been lucky um, in my whole footy journey to have a lot of great people, um, I guess, in my corner and a lot of great mentors. And is just one of those. But um, he was one, obviously who gave, I guess, me a bit of confidence knowing um, when he got the job, sort of how hard and what, what roles he'd done with his footy clubs to, to sort of get there. So um, he's, I guess, and I know the players say hey, this, but the father figure that he provides. And one thing I love with Faze is um, he gave me a lot of opportunity to do what I do and how I do it and learn from that, whether I fail or I do it well. And um, I remember the first conversation he said to me, mate, I'll let you do it. do it how you want to do it. If you fail once, we'll, we'll have a look and... If you fail twice, then we'll have another look and fix But if you do it a third time, that's when it's really going to get tricky. So um, that just gave me the confidence to go and have a real crack and um, sink my teeth into coaching outside, obviously, um, having not played the game and, and all of that. So it gave me real confidence to get in and, and get have a go. And he's been, um, yeah, obviously a great mentor and father figure to me um, in that footy space, which has been awesome. Now,
3: Zay, now, you beloved Bombers couldn't get the job done on Saturday, but you must be... You must be really proud, looking back, of the legacy I guess you've been able to leave at that club, with them appearing, I think, in nine out of the last ten grand finals. is a huge effort, and, and I know you won't take too much credit, but probably something you set up um, some, some ten years ago.
6: Yeah, a lot of people set it up, mate. It wasn't just me, as you know, but as I mentioned before, I was a lot of working footy clubs, but I guess I was just lucky enough to get the opportunity um, at the time, and I sort of learned a lot in my first two years coaching North London. I tried to probably do too much, and... Um tried to coach him probably how I thought you had to coach an AFL team or a high level team where um, after my sort of first two years in 13, uh, 12 and 13, 14 I just really scaled it back and um, obviously our group got really young and we lost a lot of experience and we um, just made the environment really fun but challenging and um, built, really focused on building those relationships and, and building from within with our junior footy club at North Launay was um, always been really strong numbers and all of that and we just wanted to make sure we harnessed that and use that as, I guess, our future and keep us growing. I think that's what we've been able to see over the last sort of 10 years. As you mentioned, nine out of the last tens are pretty... At any level, um, I know they haven't won them all, but it's still bloody good. I think I'd rather be making them and not winning them than not making them at all. So, um, yeah, it's pretty... It's a lot of hard work. Same Brady's been there the whole time as the president um, in that period, so it's, um, it's pretty cool.
2: So, Little John's our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Uh, coaching in the VFL at the moment with the Box Hill Hawks and, unfortunately, as you said... Zane, just missing out on a grand final berth. That must have been really tough for you last week.
6: Yeah, well, as obviously it's never nice to, to go out prelim. They're hard to win. Um, as I think we saw in, even in the AFL, and I mentioned to the boys, these games are ugly, harder to win than a grand final. And um, But I was really proud of our group. We went up to, uh, to Gold Coast and played a familiar out, outfit. You saw, saw them yesterday. They won quite... Um, they won a really good game yesterday again in the grand final, but they were really healthy with AFL-listed players and that's the thing we look at. They had, ugly when we played, and they had twenty guys on their in their team who that's their job, full time athletes, and um, we still had nine or ten guys who work in nine to five every day and coming to train at night time to obviously try and win a, a prelim and get into a grand final. So that's, that's where the difference lies. And so I'm really proud of our group and what they were able to do. And um, we we went out in the first final last year and then to make it all the way to a prelim um, it was it was pretty cool. It's um, obviously disappointing not to go all the way, but. Um, I thought we uh, we held a really good account of ourselves and had a bit of fun trying to do it along the way. Now
3: Zane, what's your involvement with the Hawthorne AFL program like? And, and I suppose, what does a week look like for you as, as the Box Hill coach?
6: Yeah, it's, um, my weeks are busy. Uh, so, pretty much, <laughs> I'm at everything for Hawthorne. Um, so, as a development coach, I work closely with Chris Newman and the forwards. That's sort of my development role. And then, um, so everything that's on the Hawthorne program. Um, I do nine to five is or not the football runs nine to five, but um, yeah, day to day. And then um, I do two nights a week, obviously, at Box Hill. So Tuesday, Thursday nights are our training sessions. So I'll be at Box Hill um, at those nights. So the Tuesday, Thursdays are really long days. But um, getting into the job, I knew that was what I had to expect. And I knew that was part of the role. And to be honest with you, selfishly, um, as you know, Pony, now in high performance sport, you live a selfish life. And um, I'm very lucky that I've got a very supportive family that allow me to do that so it's um it's good fun and i love doing it
3: yeah can you give us a bit of an insight into you touched on one coach there chris newman he's been touted as a senior coach in the making and then obviously uh hawthorne sam mitchell what's what's it been like working with him
6: unreal yes look um i've been so lucky and sam and all the all the coaches that um at hawthorne have been excellent but but sam um again a lot like phase has given me a lot of autonomy to run the program how i'd like to run it um he made the trip to Gold Coast to in the coaches box and support us and give advice, and um, he's, he's just found a really nice balance in that role where he doesn't—it's um, his team there, his players still, even though it's Box Hill. But um, yeah, it gives me a great opportunity to to do it my way, I guess, which is awesome, and um, and then provides great feedback, gives me great opportunity when I want to to be involved in the AFL program on um, on match days, whether it's in the bench or on the box, and. Um, and have great involvement in that space. So he's been a great, um, you know, great for me, really, again. like so I've been very lucky, my, as I mentioned, my footy, to have the likes of Fades and, and these guys' early days and now moving to, um, you know, Sam Mitchell, Chris Newman, and even Andy Collins, who's a um, Hawthorn great as well and coach a lot of AFL footy um, as a head of development. Hawthorne's been a great asset for me. and Hopefully, um, yeah, we can continue to build the Hawthorne list and see some success in the future.
2: Before I let you go, Zane, uh, at the moment we've got an AFL licence which is unbelievably exciting here in Tasmania and I'm sure you'd love to play a part in it someday.
6: Uh, I won't lie, absolutely I would, yeah, 100%. It's (laughs) it's something that um, as a young kid growing up, I never thought I'd get to see the day of um, a Tassie Tassie team. And even my son who's only nine, he's, he's so excited to see Tassie in the AFL. We went to the prelim final. Friday night, and he goes, oh, I wonder when Tazzy will get here, Dad, and I said, well, <laughs> let's get the licence over the line first and get all that ticked off and one day hopefully we're here, mate, so yeah, I'm absolutely wrapped and I hope one day yeah, I can be involved and i openly said um, a number of times that I want to be involved, one, because I'm Tasmanian, but also I want to be involved because I'm the right person to be involved, whatever role that may be, not just because I am Tasmanian, so I think that's important that we get great people and, and the right people in the right roles, which is obviously looking like they're doing really well so far with the board and um, the CEOs and all those guys, when they get appointed, will be um, good people, no doubt. So I'm really looking forward to what the future has, and hopefully I can play a role somewhere along the line.
2: As we let you go, mate, we're one off the text here for you. Morning, lads. Can you ask Zane with all his sporting achievements, is his cricket Northwest 2005, 2006 A <laughs> grade Premiership with Latrobe still the pinnacle? Please, absolute gun cricketer will be a great person to have involved in the Tassie AFL team in some capacity. Cheers, flash from Latrobe. How about that, Zane? Uh, two thousand five, two thousand six—is yeah, yeah. that still the pinnacle for you?
6: Uh, it, was one, it, was a, it was a good highlight. It's been—it was thirty-three years, I think, since the cricket club had won a flag, and we came from fourth, and um, yeah, ended up beating Bernie Home in the grand final, which was which was pretty cool. So um, I played a small role opening the batting that day, and um, now it's good <laughs> fun. It was—I was only nineteen at the time, and I sort of didn't know what it was all about winning premierships, and that was sort of the start. That was my first sort of senior flag in any sport, so it was pretty cool.
2: Well, mate, it's so good to see you doing wonderful things on the mainland. Uh, bad luck to your bombers on Saturday, but uh, keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again here on SEN Tassie Breakfast in the future. Thanks for your time this morning.
6: No, nah, awesome. i just got a question for Pony, mate. I'm actually just
3: heading to the golf course. Any, any advice <laughs> on what you doing in <laughs> today? Uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. Steer clear of the bunkers. That's my advice. <laughs> no, no worries, Very mate. Good. Thanks, mate. Take good week, it mate. On. On. Appreciate it.
2: Great to have Zane Littlejohn on the show this morning. We're really late for the news. We're about to hit it now for you here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. On SEN Tassie Breakfast, Tassie Sports Stars of the Week. Yeah, we love this. We get to look after and honour some people doing wonderful things in sports, Tim. We might start with the male athlete of the week, and you can do that for us. All right.
3: Kieran Lovell Breno is this week's Tassie Sports star. He's claimed the Good Bulldog choice. Medal in the Best on Ground. A great choice. Uh, former Hawthorne player, obviously, though, was drafted from, from Kingston. So, local boy back playing. A uh, huge role in the 15-point win. He finished with 20 disposals, nine clearances and three important goals. Um, feet made even more remarkable, Breno, by the fact that he was injured in the qualifying final and only just got over the line to play. So, Kieran Lovell, um, huge game. Baldock medal, sports star of the week.
2: Yeah, I spoke to him after the game on Saturday and he said he could, couldn't even bend over during the week. It was just like, yeah, it must have been in some sort of doubt. So, to come out and do, did do what he did, was outstanding. Uh, They they were
3: three key goals, weren't they? Like crucial times. And every time he touched the ball, you could just see, I don't want to say it, but he was a class above. He was a touch better than probably everyone bar the opposition coach on the ground.
2: Our female athlete of the week is Alana Smith, who finished third in the WNBA's Most Improved Player Award last week. The Hobart native really found a feat in the world's biggest women's basketball league this season with the Chicago Sky after stints with Phoenix and Indiana. As a starting power forward, she put up 9.2 points, 6.6 rebounds, 1.8 assists and 1.3 steals a game. She helped the Sky reach the first round of the playoffs, where they were unfortunately eliminated by Las Vegas. Well done to Alana who's doing wonderful things in the world of basketball, Tim.
3: Well, I wonder if that was in Las Vegas. It'd be worse place to be eliminated. True. True. Very true. Uh, you like this one, Breno. There's been a bit of a golfing flavour to today's shows already. So our junior <laughs> sports star is <laughs> this one's a good one, Eli one, no, <laughs> Monaghan, who's a 16-year-old. He's a Division One. Uh, Tasmanian golf club pennant player A-grade champion And a Tasmanian junior interstate captain Now he was holidaying with his mum And his siblings over in England And decided to play As you do Breno You're just on holiday And you decide to go and play In a European junior final qualifier <laughs> As you would Now obviously yep. he was on holiday So he had no clubs So he had to borrow clubs It's poured for the whole round There was 12mm of rain on waterlogged greens And the tournament was almost cancelled Now, unfortunately, because of the weather, he did have five three-putts. Now, for me, I think that's not too bad, but obviously, (laughs) at his level, it wasn't his best, uh, which made him shoot 73. He ended up finishing second, which means he's qualified for the 2023 Junior Open final in November, which is an all-expenses-paid trip and broadcast on Sky Sports. So, that's an amazing effort to go and play junior professional golf, really, with someone else's clubs and still finish second. Um, So he's also won an exemption to play in the 2024 Open. Um, And thanks to Eric for nominating him. And I don't think Hamish had to put the little bit on (laughs) the end where it says Tim will be reaching out to you for some golfing tips soon. Well, certainly we will try and get him on the show when he comes back.
2: We might have to. And we mentioned our team of the week earlier, but South Hobart FC who caused a big upset in Saturday's MPL Tasmania grand final against Devonport. The Strikers had the wood over South Hobart in recent encounters, including in this year's Summer Cup and Lacassell Jack Cup finals. A fact, Tom Ballantyne was happy to talk about it uh, with the media last week, of course, but South prevailed 2-0 at Valley Road to end its year with some silverware. So what under South and yeah. Kenny Morton and the team up there? Well, oh, well,
3: well, Tom, <laughs> that's a bit of karma, isn't
2: it? I like it. No, we well, should this just is, wait,
3: well, should just wait no, one more week.
2: No, don't. This, this is what gets people through the gates, Tim. I, I loved it from Tom. You need to come out and say things like that. So let's not clip someone for having an what? honest opinion. You don't. Please. Please.
3: You Shouldn't you just be worrying about your own team's no. tactics?
2: Yeah, but it's boring. If you can come out and clip the other team, get some interest around the game, which there was, I love it. Trust yeah, me. Be more, I, it gets I people through the
3: gate. I don't mind someone else saying it, Brent, but if I'm the head coach, I'm more focused on win it than getting people through the gates and well, saying something controversial.
2: He knows how to win, Tom, so let's cut him some slack, please. No, 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 yeah, a couple of texts in here. I'll tell you what, we've got some picky listeners, Tim. Some very picky listeners. Tim may need to give Brent some tips with his transitions. Try twice to just from basketball to soccer by saying, switching to the round ball. Last I checked, a basketball was also quite round. Come on, Breno. Well, I'm sorry to say, listener who didn't attach a name to the text, mm. soccer is known as the round ball game.
3: Globally, it is, Breno. I Thank always you. love being able to jump on anything with you, but I'm going to have to side with you on this one. Attach if you, your if names... anyone mentions the round ball game to me, I'm soccer.
2: Thank you, Tim. Thank you. So attach your name to your text so we can give you a clip back. That'll be good. Uh, morning, lads. Can you ask Zane, a little bit late now, unfortunately, um, about his bouncer on his Bucks party at the cricket ground picking up Stu Plunkett? That's from Adam in Devonport. Thanks for your text, Adam. We'll a lot to know more about that one. <laughs> 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 a bouncer at your Bucks party. There you go. No, we'll just stay uh, out of that, right. I think. We're off to another break on the other side of it. We're deep diving into questions without notice. Looking forward to this. Want to get Tim's take on the Wallabies and their disappointing exit from the World Cup overnight. That's after this here on SEN Tassie
1: Breakfast. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good morning. On SEN Tassie Breakfast, questions
2: without notice. Well, hasn't someone dropped their lip in the ad break? when we, he's, he's found out that I'm oh, going to the grand on, final. Brando. We've just heard that Hammer's you got blokes. tickets. Link, who normally does our panels, is off to the grand final as well. I, and old I mate you here though, I? dropped the lip. want to go. Yeah? Didn't I what say did that say at though? the start of the show? Got me. I'm what sure, did you I'm
3: sure, could, I'm sure I could rustle up a ticket.
2: You said, Breno, I hate to tell you,
3: but if oh, I wanted to go, go to the grand final, I'd forget Constello. tickets
2: right now. Who would, you, who would, you, who well, would be your first port of call. call? Who would it be too? That question without notice. Oh, Hendo. you go straight to Hendo. <laughs> okay.
3: Anyway, questions without notice, mate. <laughs> Let's go. I'm up first, well, don't I? am up 1st
2: you are 1st Yeah, you're first.
3: Okay. I'll, I'll see you at the grand final. <laughs> Uh, right, Brent, if both are fully fit, who's the Jack Jumpers starting centre, Marcus Lee or Will Magne?
2: It's a very, very, very good question, Tim. Um, clearly, Marcus will start this Friday night, given Will is coming back from injury. We're not even sure if he's going to play yet. But the question you want answered is if they're both fully fit. And that's a really hard under ask uh, answer. Yeah. Um, Oh, leisure import, but Will's obviously a big name Aussie player. It's a it's a real toss of the coin for me. If if you had a gun to my head, I'd probably have to go Lee only because Will's coming back from injury. You want to be precaution uh, be precautionary with him, I suppose. But um, that's a really difficult question to answer. And that's what what about if we changed
3: it it to at who if they were at their absolute best, who would start?
2: Oh. Yeah, look, tough one, really tough Good
3: one Good problem to have
2: It is, that's exactly right That shows
3: the depth of the squad it's really difficult I'll tell you what though, if you don't get off the fence You'll be injured soon with splinters I know, Why I are you, know. Going
2: there? you have to call me that uh, Tim, what did you make of Ben Stokes' comments in the Telegraph About the Ashes? The quote was, I made a very conscious effort Once the Ashes was done, to let it be done I can't quite say the same about the opposition Do you reckon? That's directed at you
3: no, I well, Straight my only between thing, the eyeballs. Well, I wasn't the opposition. He he's talking about I imagine the Bestero stumping thing and then when the Aussies came home, remember they did that um interview if you like with the great cricketer which mm-hmm. was a bit of fun and they sort of took us inside the lunchroom and and made yep. a bit of fun of it, which I thought was actually really good content. People enjoyed it. Um it wasn't like the Aussies were going out of their way to talk about it. It was part of a media filming day. It was done in um, good spirit, light-hearted, making a joke of a pretty serious situation at the time and obviously they haven't taken it that way um, which is okay. I don't think it's, it's a big deal. What I will say is how lucky we are to have Ben and England just continue to take the moral high ground and keep Test Cricket on the pedestal that it is. They've just been absolutely sensational for the game of cricket and just keep sitting on their throne over there in England and uh, and looking down on the rest of us, so it's been awesome. Well, uh, there's Bruno, the content. Uh, after on, getting on, to hang meet... On, hang on, hang what, on. Aren't we lucky to have them? They are like the saviours of test cricket and they're the moral high ground crusaders. It's it's fantastic.
2: I'm just checking my world clock here. It's 10 to midnight in London right now. Get that ready for about six let's, hours, seven hours let's time. Let's not stir them up
3: Hey, we're in the middle of questions without notice here, Brent. After wow. getting to meet and chat with the new Football Tasmania CEO Tony Pign- Pignata,
2: Pignata,
3: Pignata, like the
2: like the birthday party.
3: Yeah, I put one yeah. of them up at my son's birthday last week. Actually, the week before. Did you? Uh, do you feel more bullish about the state's chances of getting an A League license?
2: Um, no, not 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 no. Uh, issue with Tony. Uh, he's obviously had a wealth of experience in the A-League. He's been at Wellington. He's been at Sydney FC. He's been at Perth Glory. But I'm not sure that's going to be his role to get us an A-League team. He's more focused on, I'm assuming, the grassroots. Obviously, you have he's great to have some of his experience and calibre here and on the ground when we're trying to push for an A-League team. But whether he's able to deliver it more so than Matt Bulkley could, I'm not sure.
3: sure surely he gets us in the door. With his contacts.
2: He'd have the contacts. And his experience. Absolutely. absolutely. And the thing I took away from the interview, he has no interest whatsoever in Macquarie Point Stadium. They want this rectangular, No, absolutely and that is not. It.
3: Can I ask, Brenna, how has he absolutely ended not up what? here?
2: Well, he's been uh, head of football Victoria as well. Um, he had some time out after his stint at Perth Glory, and um, just... Like the opportunity, he was approached by Bob Gordon, I believe, uh, at the Australia-France women's game before the World Cup, and uh, thought he could have an impact, and that's what brought him down. you have to get him on the show, actually.
3: Would you suggest that, because he's a big name in Australian soccer, would, yeah. has he been put down here for a reason? Uh, could we well, read that more was into my, that?
2: that? That was my first question to him, but I don't believe so. No, I think well, he's not gonna like say,
3: Yes, I have come down here because we're gonna get this licence and I'm gonna do this, this and this and I'm gonna get us a rectangular stadium. Yep. He's not gonna say he- that, but I, I find it a well it's a great appointment for football Tasmania.
2: We've got to hurry up here, Tim. We've got time for one more question. I promised the listeners I'd ask you about the Wallabies and uh, their very, very disappointing exit from the World Cup. We've heard overnight that Eddie Jones, the coach, has been talking with Japan after signing a five-year deal too. I don't They're mind that. I
3: don't... Oh, Why? What's wrong with you your don't... coach trying to get another job? That's his. That's his life. He signed a
2: five-year deal, Tim. He's only been in the job for five minutes. It happens all the minutes. time, Brent. It happens Tim. all the time. Oh, come on! They're a rabble. They're a disgrace.
3: Well, I don't disagree with that. They're not playing all that well as a team, and but I think there's some some larger issues outside of the team. The administration and the game in general at the moment is, is not exactly flying, is it? But, yeah, I, I have no problem with him having an interview with another team. Contracts are broken all the time in professional sport, in any profession. Obviously, he wants to sign up for a long-term deal to give himself security, and if we're silly enough to sign him up for five years, then great.
2: Isn't this good to know, Hammer? Old mate, he's well, committed to the show. And if he gets a better offer, he's gone. That's nice. Well, I thought Brent, we I wouldn't be throwing any
3: stones because I'm not the one that's moved radio stations in the last six months when you did get a better <laughs> opportunity and you were under contract. So I'd be very careful where you're going with that.
2: <laughs> we're going to a break. That's where we're going. <laughs> on the other side, we wrap up the show next. <laughs> here and <SEN> Tassie Breakfast. <laughs>
1: Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello.
2: Yeah, about to wrap up the show, but before we do our toast of the week, Tim, thanks to 911, your local bottle shop, choose to drink wise. And we're toasting this week. With local footy season now all over following the TSL and NWFL grand finals over the weekend, we like to give a toast to all the men, women, and kids who have contributed to this wonderful game all season. They deserve a toast. And toasting special occasions or unwinding visit your local today at 9-11, your bottle shop, and choose to drink wise, of course. Timmy, a couple of texts in here, and yep, they both directed at you, which I like. Brent's, Brent, it's starting to look like Tim has his sports mixed up, having his... <laughs> cricket score at golf and a golf score at cricket <laughs> i don't mind that <laughs> and another well, one I haven't played
3: cricket so i don't know where i've had a golf score at cricket but anyway <laughs> keep going
2: you would think if tim could get tickets he would get his brother and nephew a couple as they are collingwood supporters and are pretty to go now what are you talking about me looking after my family oh i there can't get go.
3: tickets i've put the feelers you, out and gone
2: you can't get them well i'll tell you what I'm looking forward to Friday because you've promised to deliver us Chris Fagan on the show. No problems, you said. Grand Final Eve does not matter. Tim Payne will have Chris Fagan for us on Grand Final Eve on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Looking forward well, to that. Well,
3: Brent, you know very well that that won't come down to me, but again, we have put the feelers out.
2: We've got to get out of here. Jared's up next. We'll catch you Friday morning for a Grand Final Eve edition of SEN Tassie Breakfast. Have a great weekend, everyone.